Hey listeners, it's Alfred. We uh, decided to cut this episode short for various reasons. We had a rather controversial topic on the agenda that sparked a lot of strong opinions from our hosts. While we don't normally shy away from controversial topics that involve you know, race, gender, discrimination, this time it got a little too heated and personal, so we felt the quality of our discussion suffered for it. In the end, we weren't really comfortable putting this segment on the air, so we decided to cut it. Don't worry, we're all still on good terms, we're all still friends, but in the future, we're going to try to have better moderation for discussions like this, preferably with a third party, or decide beforehand if we're comfortable bringing these topics up for discussion. So, uh, on behalf of Jay and Dylan, thanks for listening, and until next time. Welcome to the second episode of Season 3! It's the Orfez Podcast, I'm Jay. I'm Alfred. I'm Dylan. Yay! Dylan's my roommate, good friend roommate, roommate slash Orfez style coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> he does he does stuff for Odafest, that's why he's here. Yeah. Yay. Also okay. because he's my roommate. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of like, hey, why not? Let's do this. Well yeah, you, man. No, if you've uh if you've entered uh Odafest Isle last year, uh or this year rather, you would know who Dylan is. So Dylan, what have you done? I've done Odafest Idol. Uh I've done bag check for bag check. several years. Um and some uh, back end stuff for us as well. Yeah, lots of back end stuff too, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Dylan's been with Odafest for uh, I think seven years. Nice. Yep. So, uh, about high time we got him onto the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. welcome back from basically Edmonton. That's yeah, yeah. I just moved back here from. You weren't Edmonton. around that much except for Odafest for yeah, a little yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah, there for two much. years, and now I'm back forever. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Voice Dubs and Ogurai Bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, you guys provide some uh, amazing. Uh, support to our community through uh, the services and in Ogurai's case, food yep. um, for our convention. And you'll hear about them in a, in a bit. Yeah, in yep. just a couple minutes. No. <laughs> no, not now. But uh, but for news announcements, should I go right into that? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, thanks for joining us at Iron Cosplay at Beakerhead. Uh, that was on Saturday. Uh, hasn't happened for us yet, but it will happen by the time this podcast is out. So thanks for joining us. Uh, it was great to see the turnout. We hope you enjoy the hectic creativity of our participating teams, as well as dozens of other Beaker events, Beakerhead events happening in Calgary. Uh, I really want to go see the Calgary Tower one. What uh, what event is that one specifically? Uh, it's oh crap! It, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like uh, you put on VR goggles, you go up the uh, the Calgary Tower. Oh, that's crazy! And then it's like you're going up a space elevator, or oh, like, that's really cool. or like you're in a launch or something. As long as and, I don't have to pay like then, Calgary Tower yeah, prices. Yeah, once you're at, once you're at the top, you're on like the observation deck of a space station or something. Oh, so it's pretty oh. cool. Yeah. And then you take off the glasses we, we and you're that? standing over the glass and you and you just shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, um, but yeah, that, that one's really cool, and there, there's a whole ton of stuff. Yeah, happening there's like this other one where it's yeah. like the scent bouquet thing. Yeah, the scent, uh, the scent. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's like a like a tasting bar, but for your 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 smell. We can know. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a speaker head. Science. Um, but uh, another thing in terms of like more local, uh, Odafest Twitch. We're now streaming on Thursdays. Join us for Twitch Thursdays at 7 p.m. Uh, we have tons of fun games and audience interaction plans, so follow our channel over at twitch.com slash Odafest. So we're going to be hosting some of our local streamers, so that's going to be uh, Azora X. He already did a stream. Uh, we'll have uh, Slurpee Ninja Dave, and we'll also just have our stream team just doing challenges and playing 
random games and yeah. suffering for your entertainment. They uh, so last night they streamed. It was uh, uh, really, oh yeah, last Thursday. It was super spicy curry. Was the punishment for oh, losing spicy the game? Yeah, they're again. still complaining about it in the chat. It's hilarious. Oh no, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm actually thinking uh, if I get a team together for Destiny, we can stream a raid as well. Oh, that'd yeah, be cool. That'd yeah, be that'd be really fun to watch. Maybe. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, next events. September 22nd, pop by our booth at Edmonton Expo. If you're going up north to our partners uh, up at up in Edmonton, so come check us out. We, we will have our really cool new booth setup going on up there as well. Yep. If oh, you yeah. came to Calgary Expo, you, you might have seen it before. Mm -hmm. We're going to be modifying a little bit for Edmonton Expo. Because Edmonton is not Calgary, mm -hmm. but <laughs> in general, it's a nice little fun experience to come by. Uh, it's not just about like come visit the table and come see our march. <laughs> yeah, it's about come hang out with our actual. Yeah, we'll actually have a schedule at for the table as well. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of other events, September thirtieth and October first is going to be Alberta Culture Days, where uh, Odafest is sponsoring. Uh, or no, we're, we're they're being sponsored, sponsored by we're being sponsored by Alberta Culture Days rather, yep. and we're gonna be hosting our first season of Odafest event. Uh, so we're gonna be at U the University of Calgary, our old stomping ground, with cosplay, anime screenings, and more. It's free to attend, free to attend. So you cannot complain about the admission price here. Yeah, um, but will, please, uh, please donate because uh, we will have sort of a tip jar at the, at the front, and that's go all going to charity. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, and also, I just want to point out that we are actually, I think, we're selling some snacks. Some of the snacks are going to be Ogurai provided Bakery. by Ogurai Bakery as well. Yeah. So thank you again, yeah. Ogurai. Yeah. So um, um, basically, if you if there is food related mm -hmm. to Odafest right now, Ogurai yeah. has like a better than fifty percent chance of being our supplier because they're awesome. We've worked with them, and, for a and you know years. that's good food. So, um, yeah. but yeah, that's going to be Odafest Pocket uh, events at the University of Calgary. So if you are at Odafest Pocket events uh, in previous years, if you are Odafest Mio. That's kind of what it's like. So yeah. anyways, but for more information, check out facebook.com slash Odafest. Join our event pages so you can get in on all the fun and stay up to date. Crazy stuff. Let's fun stuff. talk about Let's. what we're supposed to talk about today. So Ding. what do you want to start, start with? Movies? Yeah. Gaming? I want to talk about movies. Movies. Okay. Because I want to stay away from gaming because there's, the, there's a bit dedicated to gaming later. But Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and uh, just for anyone who's interested about uh, anime, which is, I guess, something that we do as well, <laughs> um, our next episode <laughs> is going to be our anime preview for fall. Winter or fall. Fall, okay. winter. Yeah. Fall and winter. I have a bit to talk about anime this time, though. Awesome. And that's also linked to, to movies. So, uh, Shinchiro Watanabe, does that, does that ring a bell? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Who? up? Uh, so he directed Cowboy Bebop, directed uh, yep. Space Dandy. He is directing an animated prequel to the new Blade Runner movie. What? Oh, I heard no about way. Blade yes, Runner. The, yes. Yeah. So it's going to be called Blade Runner uh, 2022 Blackout. Yeah. So is it, it, this is before the new movie. It's before the new after the previous. after the previous movie before the new movie. Um, it's so and it's it's an anime, right? And Whoa. it looks amazing. So far. is it going to be a one shot? It's like a one, one shot. episode. It, no, it's no, one I mean episode. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. It's probably going to be like an OVA, OVA kind of yeah. deal. Maybe like 40 minutes 40 kind minutes. of thing. Yeah, so it's it's not like uh, what Animatrix was back in the day. You oh, man, Animatrix. Animatrix. Animatrix was awesome. Oh. But yeah, like it's not like that, but it's it's a single one-shot thing. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to tie into the movie, definitely. So that's pretty sick. Also, the soundtrack is by um, uh, Flying Lotus. You know who they are. Or who he uh, is? I don't know if I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't know. Honest, but electronic producer uh, has done uh, has featured tracks in GTA Five. Oh, cool! So I think the, you, you know the, I probably have heard the songs then because yeah, I play a lot yeah, of GTA Five yeah, still. Yeah. They came out with some man. 
Look, they're probably going to be coming out with GTA 6 news pretty soon in the next year or so. I think but Red G- Dead Redemption. Yeah, first. it's going to be Red Dead. And Red, Red Dead, Dead first, yeah. But GTA 5, like, it, by no means is it a perfect game, but it's pretty fun. It's pretty creative, even though they disabled mods and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the fact that they keep on pumping out DLC is just, I, I've said it before, it's pretty crazy. There's just one that came out maybe two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Called yeah. Smuggler's Run. I keep where hearing, like, though, it's like. Almost... I bought an airplane hangar in the military base. <laughs> yeah. I now have military clearance in that game. That's funny. Um, it's but, crazy stuff, man. But, anyways, yeah, so uh, Shinjiro Watanabe, director of Cowboy Bebop, that is yep. probably the best match for a Blade Runner anime. I agree. Pretty yep. cool. that, there's, there's no one else. That kind of gritty roguishness. Uh, well, actually, I guess the only other person would have been like the Ghost in the Shell guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, production IG and like all that. But, I mean, Shinjiro Watanabe, a really good choice. He also did an Animatrix uh, sequence as well, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did the one. Uh, he did the one with the uh, detective, and uh, he's the one. He's the detective chasing. Oh, that's like one of my favorite ones on that. Yeah, too. he's chasing down um, uh, Trandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, so it's crazy stuff. Yeah, so um, that fits though. Yeah, it does. Oh, it fits super yeah, well. Anime and movies. Yeah. yeah, can't wait. Believe it or not, it's a thing. <laughs> what are you gonna uh, go see on Sunday? Oh, so yeah, um, on Sunday, it's my birthday on Sunday, so I'm gonna have birthday Denny's, and then I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> it's. Uh, because like I don't really care about reviews but I do like like apparently it's decent by reviews but more importantly my friends have said that it's been pretty good mm-hmm. um, obviously I think a lot of people know about it. it I think the concept is pretty cool like it's a very classic Stephen King novel mm-hmm. yeah. and, and for anyone who knows like when it, if people think that it is just a clown it's not it's like an embodiment of fear because they call it it because even though there's Pennywise the clown um, it's supposed to take the shape of your fear. Isn't he like a demon or something like that? Essentially, something he's like, like that, a. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's like an eldritch demon, <laughs> but he kind of he he resides in this town and he and he's fe- like I know the I know the classic story of it. I haven't mm. actually read through everything, but it's just like um, he he resides and festers in the bowels of this uh town that got so uh, above apparently it. a lot of people get a lot of stranger things kind of vibes from it so i mean um i mean you could say that probably stranger things took a lot of things from it from stephen uh, king yeah, from stephen king from stephen king yeah, in general right? because stephen king's got this sort of like suburban horror thing going on right he's so, got well he yeah. he's nailed down that genre it, it, yeah, it's his much. genre too yeah to, like uh you know pet, pet cemetery was him too right yeah, yeah. that was yeah. him pet cemetery uh the mist is very much um, oh yeah suburban oh, horror the mist well. mm-hmm. yeah so um but yeah, yeah that's uh it's got it's got it's got a lot of hype mm-hmm. i guess asian uh asian representation of the industry as well it's not uh, it doesn't star asian people but the cinematographer is uh from south korea has done uh movies for um like high profile uh south korean movies as well yeah. so if you're so it's probably going to take a page out of kind of like um, the Asian horror genre. But yeah, that's like, good because Asian horror right, is like some of the the most unique and interesting yeah. horror for cinematography. Yeah, definitely. Yo, that just reminds me of the Korean comic uh, horror comics. Do you remember <laughs> those? Yes. No, I definitely those don't. Are so cool. So you you've never seen them? No, I haven't. No, I'll send no. I'll send you the rest of the show. He has to go on blind. He has to go on. Yeah, blind. yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. 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 But basically, they're. I don't want to sleep tonight. They're great. basically like JavaScript enabled web page comics. Oh, no. They're so cool. No, I don't want to read these now. Oh, God. Very, so, it's so, very smartly done. It's you shouldn't have even done. told them that. Like, that. like, the fact is, like, I thought no, it was. No, it's, like, yeah, it's, okay. it's crazy. Anyways. Um, <laughs> the oh, anticipation speak, is. Speaking is of gonna, like, like uh, Asian horror comics, though, there, there was one, one I saw recently. It was like the taxi driver. 
I don't know that one. Okay, so like, oh god, it's so funny. It's uh, there's a a girl, you know, who's kind of looks like the ring. You know, she's standing by the side of the road, and like a guy uh, pulls over. He's a taxi driver, picks her up. He's like, "Miss, where are you going?" And she's like, "To hell!" Right? And he's like, (laughs) "He's like, oh, really? You're not of this world, are you?" He turns around, and he's also a demon. What? And then it's just like two demons kind of staring at each other. Just awkward. And then she's like, "Wow, this is really awkward." (laughs) (laughs) It's the greatest thing. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, um, I'll send you those. If anyone, okay, cool. if if you have not heard about them, but you like um, mm-hmm. horror related stuff, uh, look up Korean horror comics. Uh, there are oh, English translations. Oof. They're really cool. Oof, um, they're, they're really well done. The yeah. art's nice as yeah. well. I'm not usually a horror person though. I like I can't really. Watch. I like I I like horror stuff. Only, like I'm not. It's have not you, because have you like, seen I'm the original a, It. Have you seen the original? No, I've never seen it. I have. Yeah, uh, I hear it's a bit campy though. It's very campy. All of Stephen King's like old stuff. There is some of those movies where element just... that's gonna always be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like the thing is, is like I get very snooty <laughs> about horror because yeah. it's not because it's like I never get scared or I never react. That's not really true. But there's too many tropes and too much predictability that it just like it. it a lot of horror stuff actually pisses me off. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I really like nowadays is horror games because there's that element of interactivity because yeah, it, yeah. and I, unpredictability too right yeah I'll, I'll 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 sit back and watch a movie or watch a show and i'll just be like yeah so this is gonna happen yeah <laughs> and uh, i'm just waiting i don't, for I don't it. know about horror games though like lately they've been kind of taking the route of what amnesia kind of set in motion which is this slow plotting first person Yo, well, I mean, like, well, I don't forget, broke, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. don't forget, don't forget, like, Amnesia had some creativity yeah. in there. You remember going down in the basement? Yeah, I guess. Oh no, yeah, not the, the basement. Yeah, the water a- Alien Isolation kind of went that path. Uh, PT, oh, yeah, yeah. and now Resident Evil. Went it's back still better than yeah. it's still better than the freaking zombies genre, though. Because yeah, that's that's, that's, are, that's a dead genre. Sorry, it's it's, it's that's a bad pun. Yeah. But but back <laughs> to movies. Back to movies. Um. Something that so I guess that's probably the, the better Stephen King movie out this summer, other, like because Dark Tower I hear wasn't. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ignore. You're the you're a big fan. I'm a huge fan of the Dark Tower. Um, so, so this one apparently is kind of like um, it's 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 uh, after the books. It still fits in within the book canon. Yes, but yes. anything can fit within the book canon. Yeah, so I, I don't like want to like spoil it for anybody. I don't think it's a spoiler, but the whole concept of the Dark Tower is it's this big cycle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like the wheel keeps turning, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh, it, it's it's still part of the the series, but it's just like kind of after. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, but I haven't seen it. Everyone says it's bad. I'm just gonna go into it anyways because mm-hmm. I I love it. I don't know. I think I just think Idris Elba as uh, Roland is really cool. Oh, Roland is like one of the coolest characters, and, and I think Idris Elba is the coolest person. Idris, so. I I have a huge man crush on 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 Idris. He's amazing as yeah. an actor. Poor guy doesn't like being Heimdall though. I keep hearing that. Oh no! Is it the is it the contacts? Maybe it's, no. It's like uh, because how he, like when his fight scenes and stuff, he's always suspended up in the air and like his <laughs> uh, his, his like ar- his armor cuts him and stuff. Oh no! So his like, junk yeah. is too. So, so he's, yeah. he's 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 he doesn't have like a stuntman for those things. No, and stuff I don't like think that. so. No, oh, I, that's kind of. Cool. I'm actually wondering if he's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. He is. Yeah, he yeah. Is, he's yeah. he's built for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Thor oh, Ragnarok is pretty good. I think. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, it's not even about the trailers. For, like, it's just I think. Well. I am. I, think I've, I might have movie. said this before. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but I'm actually like Hulk is one of my favorite superheroes. Like he's a top mm-hmm. fiver for me. Yep. That's not necessarily the case for a lot of people, but I just kind of like where the character comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I love the World War Hulk. Um, uh, no, Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. Sorry. Oh yeah, Hulk. is that when there's all the different ones and like Red Hulk and stuff? 
Uh, no, it, it's a, it's his Hulk no. in space. He's stranded in space. And oh, okay, like, cool. But he, yeah, he he does like yeah, he he just kind of does a whole bunch of stuff. Usually, actually, pretty good. Like he's he's still being a good guy for the most part. Yeah. But he kind of becomes like he has like this. He, uh, uh it doesn't matter. The point is, Marvel they were probably going to do something about it, but not sure mm-hmm. if they're committing it to it fully. But the fact that I can see a little bit of it, the Planet Hulk, yeah, storyline, the Planet yeah. Hulk storyline, well, and Thor Ragnarok—that's literally why I'm going. Yeah, because he goes to Asgard in the story, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of interested in the marketing because I don't know why they're going for that '80s aesthetic. You know, I think it was uh, a big part of Guardians. Guardians. Guardians? Uh, the yeah. Guardians. Guardians was massively yeah. successful. I mean, they, it got to the point where they were using tracks in the trailer from um, like Hotline Miami too. From yeah, the, from the soundtrack. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. So, and that's yeah. the thing. Like canonically, like at least it made sense in uh, uh, Guardians too. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it makes sense. Well, I guess it kind of it's kind of because those storylines were from the 80s. Like, yeah, and I mean, sure, like, so, Im- that's Immig- a pretty weak reference. Im- like Led so, Zeppelin's yeah. "Immigrant Song" is actually really good for that because it's you know it's about uh, Thor and stuff like that. So it's about Greek mythology. I don't really care about Thor. Norse mythology. <laughs> not gonna so, lie, I, I just really want this movie to be better to be better than the other two, right? Like, um, I, I think it's gonna be. I haven't really seen fun. any. Of- I haven't seen any of the Thor movies, but I don't like I said, I don't care about Thor. I'm there for Hulk because right, okay. I know yeah. that Hulk isn't gonna draw audiences the way that like Thor will or Iron Man does and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm just trying to get my fill because the existing Hulk cinematic material sucks. Mm-hmm. True enough. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really true. Yeah, okay, <laughs> except for the um, uh, the the last Marvel movie with the different actor with what's his name, Fight Club guy. Uh, you talking about Wonder Woman? No, no, no. That's that's DC. No, Fight Club guy. What's his name? Fight oh my Club god, guy. I can't. I want to say Tyler Durden is the, 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 that's the character. Okay. character. That's name. the character. Yeah. yeah, he was also in Birdman lately. But anyways, yeah. So I, I always think of I, him as I always think he looks like Brad Pitt. Kinda, yeah, a little. Got a little he has, he has, he has some fitness. Some yeah. Brad Pitt, Chris Pine <laughs> uh, smashed together. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, bigger news though, Star Wars. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is always big news. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Biggest news, man. Director shakeups though for Star Wars. How many? I wonder why. I Did, I, I can kind of guess why. No, I know so why. It's Abrams like, Abrams is coming back for yeah. episode nine. Yeah, I'm actually episode eight isn't even that. out yet. But yeah. they d- announced the director for well, Abrams. I'm like, because is he running out of money? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I think it's it's Disney's call it's, on that. Yeah, and I think Colin Trevorrow kind of dropped the ball on his last movie. Yeah, and what was his went, last movie? Um, oh crap what's it called it's um it, it's sort of like a steven spielberg-esque like um you know star as a kid kind of he's working towards his dreams and all that and it's just oh, like it's kind of surreal and stuff right but it's like <laughs> i hate it when children <laughs> think that they can achieve yeah but this world. like apparently that wasn't uh it wasn't very d- didn't do very well with critics and all that so um, yeah i see yeah well i mean disney has the pull right they can do whatever the hell they want yeah well, i think it was yeah. abrams made a successful first film and then they were like let's just use the safe choice and See, just bring Abrams back for the last I one. was speculating after they announced Colin Trevor would be leaving that they would just out of the blue say Steven Spielberg to finally do that would be incredible movie. yeah because uh, that would be perfect but I think Steven Spielberg is too much too good of a friend with George Lucas still there's too much history there maybe or I think he might just be busy I was maybe. thinking that like like because you know that they plan out sh- like like uh, uh, stuff like way in advance now, like su- like yeah, more than ever so before. Yeah. I think he's done. He's not even finished uh, Ready Player One yet, right? So he's um, mm, yeah, yeah. Let's do James Cameron. <laughs> oh god, no. But okay, but I mean, like I, I thought it was gonna be Spielberg just because um he he ghost directed a few scenes on Episode Three. Mm. Oh, and he also like actually I th- I think the uh the, the the scene at the opera was was him. 
not George oh, Lucas, really? which, which explains why it's such a good scene. But, anyways, <laughs> but again, um, I, I'm pretty sure that it's it's probably a, co- a combination of things. Yeah, and, like, but I mean, like he has history with uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who's in charge of Lucasfilm now, right? And yeah. like that's mm. and Spielberg's such a good choice for that because um, originally George Lucas wanted Spielberg to do Return of the Jedi. Mm. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. He, that was he was the original choice to Return of the Jedi. So. Um, and then now he's got a second chance, right? But JJ is cool too because JJ is kind of like mini Spielberg. If you really think about it, yeah, yeah, he's like Spielberg with lots of lens flares. And there wasn't that many lens flares in no, episode no, seven, but he, seven. So I mean, he's he his movies tend to be very like fast paced, very very adrenaline Abrams, fueled. Abrams did. Uh, did he do Star Trek? Yes, yeah, he, he did, did, uh, he did the last. Trek, yeah. yeah, what is it? Three of them now? Two, two, two. Okay. The third one was done by the uh, the guy who oh, does. Oh, he didn't do uh, that one. Fast and Furious. Oh, that I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm I'm fifty fifty. Like I don't hate JJ Abrams, I think, but definitely. Well, okay, he he can't, he's not he cannot fall for the trap of kind of rewrite like taking what was already established and just putting a new coat of paint on it. He can't get away no. with that anymore. Yeah. Um. But I think. Uh, but it was important that he did that. Yeah. I think in the first. Uh, it was. In, in but but there's not that expectation anymore. And I think Ryan Johnson's going to do such a good job with Episode Eight that he's going to set up hopefully the story beats for Nine, which is going to basically write itself. Right. You know, if cool. if eight does its job, Snow so. confirmed to be Jar Jar Binks. Got it. <laughs> so speaking, no, of- no, he's not. <laughs> speaking of uh, of, of Alfred, Sarah, Sarah's gonna hate me for this. Oh no! But, uh, w- w- during her Star Wars panel, Amazon, uh, I, I, I did you diss Obi Wan? No, 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 no. We we had a um, she had a like uh five minute session. It's like, hey, brainstorm the worst possible theory for who Snoke is, right? And there were actually some good ones though. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a couple good and, ones, and, and, and the problem ones. is the Jar Jar Binks theory is not a bad one. Uh, that, that, <laughs> is a yeah, yeah, that is the terrible one. That is an actual problem. Like you can talk about it as a joke as much as you want. The Jar Jar Binks theory is not a it, bad. It, but the theory. thing is that the problem is it's not a bad theory, and it highlights like the problems writing with prequels. But yes. then, now people are taking it seriously, and that's that's not okay. It's, Anyways, it's not going to be Jar Jar. What happened? I I was like, okay, all right, hear me out. Okay, so Snoke's got a big ass scar, right? He also hates Luke. He also hates Luke Skywalker, right? Uh, and he he has this new empire and he wants to like you know uh, take out the rebellion and stuff okay so who is he who would have a grudge against Luke Skywalker for like you know a past incident like maybe leaving him for dead Dak the guy who got shot Dak? down <laughs> the guy who got shot down in like the his snow gunner, his, his snow gunner, gunner yeah exactly and remember what Dak says right before he gets into the battle he's like I could take on the whole empire myself no he meant that literally he's gonna take the whole empire <laughs> for himself that might be the best and the thing I've is you know what snow. and look at the scar look at the scar right doesn't that like suspiciously look like someone who's been stepped on by an adat uh, well, not really, but <laughs> no, but okay. Uh, okay I'm pretty sure. sure if you've been stepped on by an Anna, you'd have you, a scar. You, you would it look like be a Snoke. scar. It would be an indentation <laughs> in your actual that, skull. Hey, man, look at Snoke's skull. He's 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 kind of lopsided, right? Maybe so. he's yeah. No, no, he's he's actually a force sensitive, and he like force shielded his skull from being absolutely demolished. <laughs> oh my god! Can can this be like the actual? No, film? I want I want incredible. I want Jar Jar just because like I'm just, I'm, I'm you know what? I, as bad as it is, because I do like Star Wars. I've always said that I don't really care about the characterization. I love, I just love the space battle part of it. Well, yeah, that's so, fair. so yeah. I'm like, like, I, I wouldn't mind doing the Jar Jar thing just because that's I'm okay with yeah. everything, like the world burning. <laughs> like, 
That's why uh, I want a Rogue incredible. Squadron movie. A Rogue Squadron movie would just be space battles. It would yeah, be nothing yeah, else. That would be fun. Yeah. We were yeah. playing Rogue Squadron recently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My we were God. really bad at it. It was a reboot. If you need to reboot a Star Wars game series, reboot Rogue Squadron. For I agree. For God's actually. sake, do it. Like, oh my God. And, and, and like, take the care and look at what the original Rogue it was, Squadron It was arcade yeah, but yeah. challenging. It was ace combat in space with Star Wars. That was what yeah. it was. And, and that's all you want That's sometimes. all you want. No. I don't need I don't need Jedi and, and lightsaber battles. You can. Like, yeah, that, that's cool too. But like, sometimes the, the regular guys are the more interesting yeah, ones in the honestly. Star Wars universe. And, well, you know what? If Ace Combat 7 does really well, then well. Well, they usually do pretty if, good. What if the Ace Combat team did? Rogue Squadron. Oh my heart! It's be still my. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, my but then they heart. would have they'd have all these weird fantasy anime politics going on too, and it would be really strange. That's fine. I don't care. That fits Star Wars. That's, that's, part of, that's still part of that's still part of Rogue Squadron because they talk. There is a there is an ongoing yeah, storyline between all the missions. Yeah, that's exactly. true. It's fine. So yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So uh, uh, there's another film though. Uh, you guys watch Terminator? Oh god, are they doing another one? So here's the thing: they're 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 taking. Um, are you talking about T two? Um, no, no, I'm talking about okay. the new Terminator. So it's officially like unofficially what officially are we on now? Terminator T- six. T T six. Yeah. Okay. So oh but, god, all right. Uh, it is ignoring. Hopper. It is ignoring <laughs> films three through five. T sixteen Skyhawk. So Hopper, James Cameron. Yeah. James Cameron is back being the writer for this. And oh. He has all creative rights for this. So James Cameron's in control of the project, but. And so it's basically going to be a new Terminator 3. So right. it's just c- the continuing after 2, which I think might be why they did this kind of T2. Okay, but James Cameron said T3 was good too. Well, maybe he was it just made saving him a lot face. of money. And yeah. yeah, it probably made him a. Well, actually, no, I don't think he had anything to do with the project. No. Uh, so they anyways. picked a director. So yeah. I'm interested in that. Could be good. Well, T3, honestly, was one of the better Terminator sequel movies after T2. It was one of the better ones T2. out of the three. But I mean, because the one with uh, Christian Bale as John Connor was was crap. <laughs> like, he just yeah. did his Batman voice again, which is stupid. Was um, that yeah, Arma- yeah. No, uh, Salvation. 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 Yeah. The one with uh, uh, Amelia Clark as Sarah Connor was horrible as well. Genesis, yeah, that one Genesis, was really bad. That one was really, uh, really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, uh, I want to go back did, to. Have like, they had announced the director yet? Sorry, I don't remember the director's name. Uh, oh, it was so just have, like a couple days ago. They okay, picked I'll, the director. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look yeah. It up. Okay. Um, I want to just take a quick time out and thank our sponsor for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. Voice Dubs has done a lot with us for the last couple of years. Um, they've provided their professional services to our Autofest Idol by the way of granting them a, a, the grand prize of um, having a studio recording done of mm-hmm. their singing. And that's pretty amazing, in my opinion, and kind of unique experience you will probably never get anywhere else, to be honest. Um, anyways, I'd like to just tell you guys about, or more about, Voice Dubs. Voice Dubs. Voice Dubs is an international media studio based out of Calgary. They specialize in providing custom video and voiceover production services with the ability to deliver in over 50 languages. With partner studios in Tokyo and Beijing, Voice Dubs manages the entire production process from translation to casting to post-production, allowing you to focus on what you do best, running your business. See why some of the top companies across the world have chosen Voice Dubs for their video and voiceover production needs at www.voicedubs.com. Interested in joining the voiceover industry? Voice Dubs offers educational events where industry professionals come to teach you what you need to know. Subscribe at www.voicedubs.com to stay updated. All right, thank you, Voice Dubs. Woo! Or 
thank me for reading the voice dubs ad. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> I had to re-record that ad like three or four times because I kept tripping over the words. Like, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I honestly need lessons from them, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Say our ad hey, better, well, just, damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, sign up for Rotofest yeah, Idol okay. and compete. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you, you want to sing Wonderwall. <laughs> so anyways, there's Wonderwall. Uh, do we want to talk about Nintendo? I want to talk about Nintendo because they're moving forward with the okay, So I know you watched that direct probably live. I did not. You I didn't? did not. Oh, you didn't watch the direct? Oh, okay. oh, me neither. Right. I haven't seen it. Right. Right. I, I, but okay. I, I, I watched the trailers. There, that were, there were some surprises in that. Some big surprises. Honestly. I thought so as well. Yeah. I, well, before we get to that, I want to just talk about like the 3DS stuff. I thought yeah. it was kind of cool. Okay. Um, there's 3DS Minecraft, which has finally made its way I there. I can't believe it's taken this long. Oh god. Okay. Have you have you seen? The it only works with the new 3DS. However, have you seen see. have you seen the new meme? Uh, there's a meme where someone was trying to summon, uh, like like they they have uh, Animal Crossing cards arranged in pentagram. <laughs> yes. And they have I saw like, that. Yeah, and they have like uh, you know plushies and stuff in yeah. the middle of the and pentagram. then a switch in the middle and of the and they're trying pentagram. to summon like you know like uh, an Animal Crossing Animal for Crossing for either 3DS or, or like you know for, for Switch right yeah, yeah. and then what pops out is Minecraft it's yeah. just a Minecraft block yeah. <laughs> <laughs> close enough right yeah um, Kirby Battle Royale looks really good if you're a fan of Kirby games it looks like a 3D platformer of Mario uh, like Mario-esque um, but for so Kirby. it's it's back to the original Kirby formula, not like the yarn, not or anything. Oh, cool, right? well, interesting. Le- well, yarn is part of the original formula, I would say. Yeah, the, uh, the ones that aren't are the mini game ones. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of like stuff like, like or like <coughs> Kirby sixty four, sixty four, Crystal yes. Shards, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's well, I think down yeah. from a more of a top down ish. Oh, interesting. That's what okay. I mean when really? it's kind of like Mario ish, uh, Mario esque, like Mario sixty four esque top down what do you mean so like the camera's pulled back behind the character it's third person it's it's third person well it's always third person Ooh, I, yeah. well, I don't know if i agree with that or but not, like yeah. it's it looks it looks good you should look at it okay or I'll, I'll like I, I would honestly recommend that you look at the trailer if you're a fan of kirby and the creativity of it besides there's it looks like they have a lot of classic power-ups and and all that stuff mm-hmm. as well so the gameplay is probably guaranteed to be pretty strong um especially for a 3ds title mm-hmm. i think uh, Mario Party of the Top 100. This okay. is actually a game I'm looking forward to. Me too, because they finally took out the freaking board game part of Mario Party, which oh, no one really. Liked. Yeah, it's no one really likes games. No one actually likes to play no. Mario Party. No one actually enjoys Mario because they no one likes watching people take their turns. No one wants to be like, I got a six. Oh, let me hold on, hold on. One, two. Let me open the map. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, do I go oh. left or right? Left. Left. Let's go left. Da, da, da. Damn it! That's not the way I wanted to go. The stars over to the right. Yeah, or it's like, oh, someone else landed on like a thing. Take away stars from a random player. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks. And that's, yeah. These are all 3DS releases, and Mario Party Top 100 is the top 100 games from all Mario. Oh, yeah. So the most that popular sounds like something I would actually be interested yeah. in getting. One through nine, or maybe one through ten. I don't one know. One through ten or something. I have no idea. But see, what I'm curious about is that how are they going to do the spin the stick games? Oh, uh, you know, you'll just destroy your. Uh, is it 3DS? for the new 3DS specifically, or for all 3DSs? Uh, probably new 3DSs. For, well, they have the little, the little nubbly yeah, thing. Yeah, nubbly bit. So you can kind of spin you can, that. You can't put your palm you on can't, it. Though. Control nipple. It's yeah. it's really like uh, uh, sensitive, so yeah. you can just kind yeah, of like wiggle it a little just bit. Just like a and, nipple. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you want to go there. Uh, no, that's 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 interesting. Um, and they've uh, concern- they've uh, shown more gameplay of uh, Metroid Two: Samus Returns as well. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know if I like the I idea that it's a down- it's a download only title too. 
People can't own a physical copy. I, I think uh, Nintendo's being very careful yeah. with it because uh, Metroid's no, burned okay. for a no, while. No, 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 no. Hang on. I think there is a physical release because I saw something about how... Um, oh, yeah. There's that the collector's there, 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 edition, I oh, know for okay. sure. Yeah, the, the reverse uh, It has cover. like the Game Boy oh, cover? Okay. Yeah, the original Game Boy cover. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really yeah, cool. Yeah. But please tell me that this points to a full 2D Metroid release. Please tell me that's what's hinting at well that's what the game is isn't it it's no. like a 2.5d it is but it's a remake of metroid 2 please continue oh, i see from metroid fusion we've been hanging they, they, they they'll probably do it if this is really successful then they're probably going to continue down this path because metroid fusion came out in 2001 yes but metroid fusion <laughs> was a commercial failure was it yep it, it was. was a launch title for the game boy advance i don't, I don't see how that could have been it, people didn't like it. Oh, uh, people, okay. people right. were very unhappy with it. For, I don't know what it. Why? Well, initially, I, I never played it's it. Really well, because I think initially people were like, okay, well, I don't like the new power suit because it's not technically the power suit anymore. Well, that was the blue one, right? The fusion suit, yeah. yeah. And uh, some of the missiles work differently, and like uh, you know, it was a little more linear, right? Because mm-hmm. you had the AI talking in your ear and yeah, yeah, go yeah. and stuff, right? But I mean, like you know, when you go back to it now, right? It's still really open ended. Right, and it's like um, compared to some of the more recent Castlevania games, even it's still not as linear. Right, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Um, those complaints don't hold up over time, you know. Yeah, well, and, and people's opinions change as time yeah. goes on too. Right, I, I think people are comparing it to Super Metroid, which has no hand holding at all. Right. Yes, yeah, Super Metroid and, is just kind of like go. Yeah, and there's like it's pretty unforgiving when it comes to save points and stuff. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fine. But Fusion is I'm hard okay. though. You, you go back and play Fusion; it's a hard game, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping Samus Returns is going to basically say that here here this is what's going to be up next, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um. So Look, there's the oh Switch stuff though. Going over to Switch, yeah. Yeah, the Switch stuff. So there's I know you're going to think be happy Reggie about this. said something about there's they're implementing an achievement system, so that means that's it an was. update to the UI in general. Mm, yeah. That's a pretty heavy update, actually. Well, yeah, because the UI in, in its current state is very basic. Very basic. It's yeah. very clean. Clean. I, I kind of like that though. It's it's very like simple and easy to figure out and understand. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, this is just yeah. another. I think this is just another way of uh, Nintendo kind of dipping its toe into more familiar waters that people are into. Like people like doing achievements. I'm not necessarily someone who is an achievement guy, but mm-hmm. I will say that if I like depends once on like a year yeah. look at my achievement list on a, on a game that I play often, I'll be like. Oh, I'm like 15 away yeah, from this. Yeah. I'll just do it because I, it's the same thing as a quest. I, I hope if they do add achievements, there's a way to turn them off though, um, because I I really really hate achievement pop up notifications. Because mm. mm. like if you're if you're playing a game and and you're in this like let's say it's like a Crucial really emotional time. game and everything's really intense and then all of a sudden it's like bleep save the day. It's, see, no one the mood. No one else is actually used achievements to actually kind of augment the the story or the or like you know the narrative right the only yeah. one i can think of is portal 2 right yeah because they had like, jokes on the achievements yeah themselves, because right? it's like the, the part where it was like the, oh god this is the part where he's gonna kill us and then we, he's like this is the part i'm gonna kill you achievement the part where he kills you yeah see, that's that's <laughs> yeah. funny right it, it's it hilarious i love that yeah so i mean no. like no other game really does that right yeah so I don't know. Um, There's lots of ways to get around it, but I thought it was just interesting. Did they say confirming it, a UI update? Did they say yeah, anything about um, adding more stuff to the store? So they have been adding stuff to the store. I did not put much information on our uh, in our info packet here because mm. I don't think any of the games are particularly interesting. 
That's mm-hmm. subjective. Right. I, first of all, I recognize that. But a lot of them are, mm-hmm. again, like a lot of Neo Geo Pocket stuff. Oh, no, no, okay, whatever. All right, like, all right, there all has right. not been any... If, if, if what you're asking is, have they confirmed any more development regarding uh, the, console. the virtual console yeah. library? No. no. Okay. They have not. Because the truth is, they're focusing on the NES Classic and the SNES Classic development yeah. that they don't care. They're just literally printing themselves more money yeah, that's by true. leaving people who bought a $400 console behind. Yeah, yeah is yeah. what it feels like. Right it, now. it kind of feels... Well, I think they probably have separate teams working on this because yeah, the NES Classic is more of a uh, a hardware Thing. So yeah. you're gonna have hardware engineers working on that yeah. more so than we'll talk about the NES in a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyways, uh, biggest surprise to me: Doom and Wolfenstein 2 on Switch. I thought well, that was a. I think yeah, that's, that's a good. That's, that's a good game. If you play it with the Joy Cons, imagine yeah. like your glory. Doom would kills. be really fun right? with that. Yeah, that's you a good throw a punch, and it's like you actually punch the demon. That's yeah. sick. That's and a good. That's a that, that's a good choice. And I actually something I didn't see. Yeah, and it's no. it's super mature. It's super gory and stuff. And it's like it's you know high time. It's a departure. It's a departure. Yeah, but I mean. Honestly, though, like the new Doom kind of plays kind of Nintendo esque. Well, it, it's because like, it's a game that's fun game, first, right? Fun first, right? It's pure gameplay, you yeah. know. Yeah. And it's um, it it says screw you to the story. It literally at some points, right? And it's like, um, I, I don't know. It's a really good choice, and uh, it, the engine is scalable too. It really, it runs mm-hmm. really well on low end PCs, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not surprised that the the Switch can actually run it, especially at lower resolutions. Right? I'm I'm a little surprised because id Tech is is very uh, it's very beefy. It Tech five has. Or sorry, it type four. This is it type five that Doom is on, right? Yeah, it type five is um, much more scalable because I thought the super sampling was like very like. Whoa. No, it's the it's the mega textures. Mega whatever. textures. That's yeah. what they added. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm more surprised on Wolfenstein too, mm-hmm. like the the new uh, the, the, the new Colossus. Yeah, yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, like that, and that, that's gonna be the first time uh, a, a new AAA shooter is going to share a release on the Switch. Oh, it's, yeah. so it's, it's going to share release? Like, it's like oh, yeah. mm-hmm. release mm-hmm. on Switch and other consoles and PC at the same yeah, time? I, th- I, so, I yeah. believe so. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. That's the goal, at least. Yeah. Um, PSO2, holy... I, thought that, I, I didn't thought even know really... this was a thing. This, yeah. this is exciting to me. So I've been... I'm kind of like a... I want to say like a tertiary fan of PSO. Like, I like the Fantasy Star universe in general. I just don't have... I, I just don't play it a lot. I don't, I don't get to play it a lot. I... I but did. It's when fun I was a stuff. Kid. Uh, it's fun stuff. I, I'm curious though because this announcement. So this is for Fantasy Star Online two. Yeah. Um, that it's coming out for the Switch. Uh, the keyword here being online, and we still haven't gotten a real idea of how Nintendo's online, um, setup's gonna work because right now it's still on the free online mm-hmm. platform, but they're going to make it, I believe, kind of like a PlayStation Plus model. Will they? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was announced a long time ago. It's um, not. It's not. It's not new news. Well, if they're going to be charging for it, then there needs to be an easier way to connect your games online. Yeah, exactly. I almost feel that. Hmm. It's going to be handled by the game, like how Destiny is kind of like. It's going to be like that. I think so. Yeah, I, I'm just curious more so as like, like. I can't think like, if it's pl- like Fantasy Star Online, playing online, but playing mobily. Is yeah, well, kind it's of probably a big gonna thing re- for me. It's going to require an internet connection if you're going out and about. Yeah, but I but mean, like, what if somehow like Nintendo strikes a deal where they can get onto like LTE network stuff? Hmm. That would be really like exciting. Network. Well, I mean, but I don't even know if that would necessarily be a Nintendo thing specifically. Yeah, c- probably because, not. Because I mean, I just like the, I like I love the idea 
of being able to play a, a game online anywhere uh, you go anywhere, anywhere I go. Well, I mean, oh, be, the, the PS Vita had that, right? Because you could yeah. you could get uh, 3G for that. Yes, that's right. Right. So, I mean, and you can argue that tablet gaming does that too. Yeah, like, exactly. Because right? like an iPad. Can yeah. obviously, I mean, like you know, you do like. Um, uh, Clash Royale or something that that's real time, I believe, right? It so, is, but yeah. it's not. It's not the same way that I'm thinking of because, like, mm-hmm. obviously, PSO being an RPG is like like playing yeah, it's a, a game, different. P- yep. playing a game of that kind of scope as opposed to like mm-hmm. some tactics game or music rhythm game mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I'm excited be where it could take us, but I'm not sure where well, and it it's actually also, will end up. It's also an action RPG, so yes. it it has to have like very like stable very stable latency so or else it won't be worth it at all yeah yeah it really won't yeah. um la noir for some reason is seeing a huge resurgency in, uh, like, like, yeah the vr one too you saw that right? yeah yeah that was interesting i think the main thing is the focus on la noir because the 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 facial animations are animations still revolutionary are still yeah. quite they're still yeah they're, of they're beautiful most yeah. things that you see like yeah uh i think that's why you're seeing it because it is coming out on switch as well that mm-hmm. got announced um i don't really have too much to talk about i like i played it the first time around it was fun mm-hmm. i just don't really get why there's a huge resurgency yeah. coming about it like, i, I like, think it's because people want another game like uh, another thing like this because it's why not one they of just the make only... eleanor too it's well i mean right? i mean the you know? the well it's good the this, fans yeah no i mean this new could, york this, noir <laughs> this could be a uh a, a signal that they're making the second one right so. yeah it could but that studio um is gone they're defunct oh so okay. uh they yeah they went bankrupt shortly after the game released isn't it rockstar no it was no. Uh, uh uh handled it was given to someone else by rockstar rockstar is just the publisher oh okay. um i don't remember the name of the hmm. studio guess we'll look that up yeah yeah um Samara odyssey obviously new, interesting okay. new footage yep i watched the teaser what is really selling me like so i've in all honesty i've already pre-ordered the game it's paid off in full because i expect to be getting this game it looks fun Mm -hmm. and that's my first like i'm on nintendo's bandwagon because they want to talk about fun and making their games fun and i believe that they do make their games fun so Mm -hmm. um the thing that really blew me away i think the map's gonna be huge oh yeah it will be it looks like because they're doing this whole kingdom setup where i think you have a travel hub essentially in Mm -hmm. the form of this hat ship called the odyssey and ooh, I know Very crazy clever. stuff, right? Um, but yeah, like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of worlds. It's gonna be probably the largest Mario game to date. Mm-hmm. That's actually probably by exciting. like I think it's gonna be like Zelda, like not not necessarily Breath of the Wild esque, but at least I would get I would guess it's probably two or three times the size of Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Games. Okay. That's pretty big in terms of worlds mm-hmm. and levels and lands and stuff so like that. So what's Project Octopath? I don't know what that is. Yo. So Project Octopath Traveler that is Square Enix. Of course, mm. with a title like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the working. That's the working <laughs> title. I don't know if it's actually going to be the final title. I hope not. But it's a Switch exclusive RPG that they're building. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. It, it looks really. It looks really fun. Is it like a like a typical like turn-based RPG yes. or oh turn-based RPG pixel graphics oh okay a uh, pixel graphics with like a 3D background so like low poly mm. low poly sprite. oh so you you have you have 2D your, your character sprites or character sprites are are, are pixel sprites oh okay. on a 3D ish okay. background okay as long so it kind of sounds like Final Fantasy Tactics almost um, which I would be totally about yeah yeah oh Final Fantasy Tactics on the Switch would be uh, oh my god. Mm. 
as mm. long as um, it just doesn't look like the new mobile uh, ports of the old Final Fantasy games. No, no, it those are it really those doesn't. are horrible. Those look horrific. It looks oh, like a, so like yeah. it, it, do, it looks like a really bad HD remaster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is that. Those are those games. Mm-hmm. But this game looks pretty different. Yeah, I'm sure fun. if they made it original, it look, yeah, it's going to be a lot prettier. Like there's going to be class progression and stuff like that. Nice. That's Super cool. important to me. And yes, classic. Uh, about. Freaking time, the re-release. They oh. confirmed a re-release. I don't know when it's actually coming out yet. If they come out, like, the thing is, though, it's going to come out in waves, I think, right? I, I think and it's also fine. still going to be another limited batch as well. Yeah, I think so, too. Maybe they'll make them in different colors. No, they're Who like, knows? you know, you guys didn't have a chance last time. We're going to make four, but it's not in production. It's <laughs> yeah. just a batch. Yeah. Have fun. It's like, okay, but you're still losing money to scalpers and stuff. I just yeah, don't know why. I just don't know why, out. because, like... Look, it's a basically a Raspberry Pi in a plastic yeah, in a plastic it's shell all casing. It is. Why can't why couldn't they have just mass produced this way more? There's no excuse. I, I think yeah. it's honestly planned uh planned releases. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, well I, I agree. Well, like I, I think what they're doing though is they're they're forcing uh scarcity so that they can, you know, get lots and lots of demand. So low low supply, high demand is exactly what you want to do. Honestly, I think that half the reason is because they stop. They want to stop scalpers, or they want to hinder scalpers at least. They're not hindering scalpers by doing no, but by even by re-releasing this, scalpers are just going to eat up almost every single copy. And yeah, yeah, like I think they should have. That's what I mean, though. That's they should have released like five million units right off the bat or 10 million no, units. No, exactly. Right because if you look at the profit margins they're going to get from that, they're going to make more. They just makes, actually yeah. make enough to, yeah. to meet the demand. It's going to happen, right? What, what happened? Nintendo couldn't get enough plastic or what? Like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... <laughs> but I think it's uh, it might be just because as well, like people think that I think they might think that it's easy to hack, right? The more out there, the more like we're encouraging ROMs and stuff. Yeah. Because it is easy to hack from what I hear. Right. Probably. You can, Nintendo you can, stuff is traditionally easy to hack. Yeah. Yeah, they're very open systems yeah. and very easy to But if this happens to the, the SNES one, then that's that's a big deal because that's the only legit way to get Star Fox 2 currently. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I think there's another game that like they the the good thing is that they put exclusives on there, but exclusives don't really matter when you can hack it anyways. Yeah, and maybe the first one, the reason why it was such a limited run was just mm-hmm. because they were they didn't know if people were going to buy this thing. Because right. if you that's, think about it conceptually, it's crap. Well, it's a little iffy, right? Because you know we have this small NES that only has these these games on it. You can't get any more. Yeah, that's it. Sounds a little like I don't know if that's worth my money, but apparently people really want this stuff. So. Well, it's just because it looks like the original NES, right? Yeah, that's yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I'm a type of person who goes for authenticity over anything, right? So I mean, but like the NES Classic doesn't cut it for me, just because it's so emulated. Yeah, right? I would much prefer to have like an original NES with a flash card, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Or, something or, like or even just yeah. the original games. Yeah, because that, that to me is more like a museum quality presentation, right? Is. Which, which is what I'm going for, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't want this little baby thing. Yeah, that only plays. Less than one percent of the. What library. is it like a hundred games or something? Something like that. Something I don't know. Like it, it's like it. It makes sense as to why it, people do that though, because it's like you know I don't know what games were on the on the NES that were really good. Well, okay, well here's a sampling, right? So it might be something cool to get for your kids too. Like your kids grow up now and they've never played any of these games. Yeah, like, if you can check even out the games get I played one as a for kid. your kid, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but so. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
The most important thing is if you get it for your kid, make sure that it's actually kid proof. Build it like the old Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's that oh, yeah. the picture of uh, a Game Boy that survived the Iraq War. Yeah. yeah. Oh no way! It's insane. Yeah. There was, there was a there was a gas attack. It still played. Yeah. It still played Tetris. Yeah. Even though like half of it was like scarred and burnt and stuff, melted. I guess is the right oh, word. Yeah. It's stronger than a Nokia. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I want to take another moment here to thank our sponsor Ogaraya Bakery. Um. As I mentioned, they've done a lot of work with us for our Maid Cafe events and a lot of our pocket events as well. Um, and I think they're going to continue to partner with us if we're lucky. And we really hope so because we love their food. Uh, here's a little bit more information on them. Foster's Oguraya Bakery is a local family-owned bakery specializing in authentic Japanese-styled baked goods. Melon pan, deep-fried curry beef buns, daifuku mochi, and shokupan are just some of the signature items that are made fresh on location. Visit fostersbakery.ca for more information on where to find their delicious baked goods. So once again, uh, this episode ends early. This is the end. We uh, would like to thank you for listening. And please check us out on Twitch. And stay tuned to the coming weeks for the next episode of the podcast. Bye now.